You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Another episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony Lewis here with Aurora Bubaloo. How are you? I'm great. Happy that The Walking Dead is back. For, yeah, man, this is the sixth season. Holy yeah. crap. Uh, Aaron De La Osa, how are you doing? Hello, sir. Hey, Aurora. Hello. Uh, I think we should begin because this is the first time we've ever talked about The Walking Dead in length, I believe, or dissected it for any purpose. But... On premium, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're. I mean, we're only, and we're only six years late. Uh, well, I mean, this is the first time we've ever, like, you know, picked it apart episode by episode, right? Um, and I guess it's kind of unfair to start picking it apart now that it's in its sixth season, and all of these characters are f- like firmly ingrained, and the actors have mm-hmm. their parts down. Uh, it's it's mostly going to be love, I think, for the show. But uh, Aaron, where, how did you get your start with? the show did you were you like a from episode one viewer of the show did you start with the books oh i uh, started with the books so it was episode one for me from the jump yeah uh aurora how about you same same thing where did you start same, with the walking same Dead? thing i started with the comics and since episode one i've been watching yep i mean so but not that we needed to read the books in order to watch the show right I mean, no you no. tell me you're putting zombies on cable you know yeah. I'll watch. <laughs> yes <laughs> agreed the um what was the? Uh, I, I'm curious. What was the? Do you, either of you know what the, the, the feeling was when they announced that they were going to adapt the book into a show? Was it mostly like, you know, fuck yes, it's about time, or was there ap- apprehension, or uh, does anybody recall anything other than glee that they were going to be adapting the show for or the book for television? Not that I, I can recall. I just remember a, a lot of. Uh... A lot of nerd boners popping across the country yeah. once they announce that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I yeah, and I, I imagine because when you think of uh, a comic series, that people would naturally presume that they're better f- suited for television than say a movie because there's just because of the serialization. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's yeah. so many. Obviously, there's so many issues of The Walking Dead. So mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh my gosh, you can turn. I mean, Game of Thrones did that with the books. Like they for a while there, they were doing, uh, you know, a book was a whole season, and they, you know, and a lot of people are like, that's so much better than doing it trying to to squeeze everything into a two hour movie. Uh, I and I and I think it has worked to uh, mostly great benefit. This show pulls in the kind of ratings you don't see on cable television very right. frequently. Uh, even though I believe uh, that the ratings for this episode, while still gargantuan, are uh, actually a substantial drop from even the mid-season premiere from last season. So uh, mm-hmm. they're saying that the show actually took quite a ratings hit, but I'm staring at the number right now, and <laughs> I can't think of a single show that wouldn't just kill hordes of uh, 14.6 million. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. 
I can't fine. Yeah, and that's a substantial <laughs> drop apparently. Like they were doing 17 or 18 million and things like that, but I can't now, Does so, that figure like DVR and people who watch it online like what you and I do for do like Sling or whatever? I know. Like, I, how do they count those? I believe that is the Nielsen ratings that aren't accounted for DVR. Dude, that's a ridiculous amount of people. Holy yeah. shit. I think it's going to happen the opposite uh, that happened with the Fear the Walking Dead. The Fear the Walking Dead, it went down, but I think that this one is going to go up. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, yeah. I mean... The I like I don't I don't think the show is really a lot of people are like eh, it's it's gonna have to it's gonna have to hit a roadblock at some point but and I'm <laughs> sure it will I'm sure at some point it'll it'll hit some sort of roadblock where they're like eh, they did it was season two and they moved on it's fine. right <laughs> season two it's a roadblock is that the that is that the farmhouse or is that season yes. three yeah okay uh, <laughs> season two is. Uh, hilariously enough, that is actually where I got into the show. I, uh, was not particularly interested in, in the idea of the show Mm -hmm. at first. Uh, but I believe I've told the story before on the regular podcast that it was just so, it just so happened that the kids were out of the house for the day and it was close to Halloween and (laughs) MC was doing a marathon of the first season and there was nothing else to do. The house was quiet, so we just flipped on the TV. There was nothing else on. And we're like, what the hell? We'll just give this show a shot. And we ended up watching the entire marathon, <laughs> like, all in all in one sitting. Isn't that how you guys also found, like, Doctor Who and Supernatural under similar circumstances? No, 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 just no. kind of flipped no. it on uh, one night uh, and went at it. No, no, no. Doctor Who was you constantly talking about how great it was and then urging right. me to understand. <laughs> And then you caught up with me about uh, a month or two afterwards, and I'm like, I only really made it through the first few episodes of the first season. It wasn't really my cup of tea. Yeah, you started with Eccleston. That's yeah, that's some tough sledding for, for I mean, people. New, but... official, yeah, I mean, starting out, and and you're like, no, no, no you got to stick through it. Just give it, give it a little more time. And a few mm-hmm. weeks later, I had watched everything on Netflix. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you caught up to the tenant years, and it's like, okay, yeah. now I get it. And, I can't stop. Yeah. And uh, and then then uh, since I had an appreciation for the show, I went back and watched the Eccleston episodes and enjoyed them. Uh, have, you, have, have you gone back and watched Torchwood yet? You, you know what? I've only watched maybe four episodes of Torchwood. I have not watched all of Torchwood. It's really good, but I'm going to tell you this. Do not allow your children in the room while you watch that show. It is super adult. <laughs> Uh, noted. Super adult. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking like Jessica Jones level kind of shit in that show. They do not. Yeah. They do not mess around on Torchwood. We'll uh, and Supernatural is uh, was uh, Jen actually was watching that show with her friend, and she's like, "It's awesome. You should. We should sit down because I believe they had watched all of the seasons that were on Netflix at that point, which I think was seven or yep. eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, and she's like, we should watch it together. When the kids go off to school in the morning, we can sit and watch a couple of episodes. And I uh, started doing that, and that's how I got hooked on that show. I have not watched the rest of season nine, and I haven't oh seen it. What? Oh, my gosh, you have to. You're so far behind. What are you doing? <laughs> I've got a lot of shows to catch yeah, up. Dude, you, stop now. it. Yeah. We'll stop the podcast right now. Start watching Supernatural and catch <laughs> up. Holy shit. Um, well, everybody, that's what you've paid your $12 for, is to listen to us talk about other programs. Uh, it, it, it's all germane to the conversation as a whole. They're, yeah. they're fine. We're six minutes in, and it's about time we start talking about season six of The Walking <laughs> Dead, episode one, first time again. Uh, let's run this down. Uh, 
Okay, so there are uh, flashbacks reveal the aftermath of the deaths of Pete and Reg and the arrival of Morgan. Uh, by the way, uh, if people are listening to this and have not watched, at the very least, the last season of The Walking Dead, if not all of them so far, all of which I'm about to say is going to make no sense to you. So you're going to have to, you're going to want to go back and at least watch some of the shows uh, before listening to this. Uh, it's not like here, The Walking Dead, where we started with the first season and the first episode. We are six seasons into The Walking Dead already. Um, Morgan, of course, has been around since the first season and is only recently uh, resurfaced, like really recently resurfaced. Um, Tara's recovering from her coma. Meanwhile, Father Gabriel is no longer trusted by the group uh, for his betrayal. Also, things that happened last season. Uh, Glenn lies uh, about how Nicholas led him outside of Alexandria to kill him. Rick puts more people on watch after learning of the wolves, which I believe we were going to, uh, I believe they were going to feature prominently this season. Uh, one- yeah. Uh, while he takes precautionary measures with Morgan after burying Reg, uh, Deanna and Rick decide to bury Pete outside of Alexandria, accompanied by Morgan. Rick discovers a large quarry filled with walkers. Uh, after the two deduce that the quarry had been keeping Alexandria safe from the undead, uh, by virtue of uh, literally just existing as a pit to trap them in. And I, I believe they could not get out. Although we can discuss this uh, because it, it really did seem like there are some ways that they could get out of there. But uh, for some reason they weren't. I mean, I know they're not all that intelligent, but I, I would assume at some point a few would have stumbled out. Um, uh, Rick rescues Pete's son, Ron, who had been following them and is holding a grudge against Rick from a walker attack and scolds him for going out by himself. In a town meeting, Rick proposes that they formulate a plan to herd the walkers away before they eventually break free and attack the town, although it is opposed by Carter, a skeptic Alexandrian. The plan is approved, however, by Deanna during construction. The wall needed to divert the walkers. Uh, Several undead uh, end up attacking Carter's group, who is left by Rick to fend for themselves in order to learn how to fight. When they are paralyzed in fear, Rick's group rescues them. This motivates Carter to tell other Alexandrians his desire to overthrow Rick. I bet that's, I bet that's not going to go well for Carter. Uh, <laughs> uh, if history has taught us anything. Yep. Uh, when Eugene is caught overhearing, uh, Carter almost shoots him before Rick arrives and in turn threatens him. He decides to spare him. Rick invites Morgan to stay in his house. Uh, after the course is completed, Rick rallies uh, the volunteers at the quarry for a dry run, but a truck blocking the exit to the quarry topples, which frees the herd and forces Rick's group to enact the plan earlier than expected. Uh, Meanwhile, at a shop between Alexandria and the quarry, Glenn, Heath, and Nicholas decide to kill a small group of walkers trapped in the shop since they deem that the noise would be a distraction to the approaching herd of walkers. Glenn refuses to let Nicholas help, but Nicholas saves Heath from being bitten by a walker. Uh, after several hurdles, including Carter being being bitten by a walker and Fuck, down dude. by Rick, yes, <laughs> uh, which Jesus. is observed by Morgan, the plan is about to succeed. But then a loud blaring horn attracts the herd of walkers towards Alexandria. Uh, Aaron, what did you think of the episode? I thought it was really good. Uh, as far as season premieres goes, I mean, it's in a season where there's been some really strong ones for other shows. I mean. Walking Dead, you know, damn near set itself apart. If it wasn't for Fear the Walking Dead, I'd, you know, 
uh, it would be the the clear winner. But I think with uh, Agents of Shield and uh, Fear the Walking Dead, it's definitely uh, t- top three. Mm-hmm. Um, it it really couldn't have been much better than what it was. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, Greg Nicotero, I believe, uh, mentioned that correct, this was right? correct. Uh, mentioned that this was. I think the most extras they've ever used. Yeah. They said yeah. they had close to a thousand and close to, I think they said close to 350 or so and mm-hmm. like an, any one shot, something like yeah. that, but they used over a thousand extras. Uh, and then obviously digitally added in a lot more because there was a lot more than a thousand or so. Uh, in the talking dead, how, how long it took them to do all that makeup. Like they had to yes. hire like 20 makeup artists or something like that. And they just worked, like Round the whole day. Yeah. Because yeah. basically it was like by the time they would have people in makeup, another group would come in to get their makeup removed. And they right. just basically never left the, the makeup crew, never left the makeup trailer. Yeah. Which I imagine, unless you absolutely love that kind of work, would be hell otherwise. <laughs> yeah. You're either you're constantly either applying or removing zombie makeup. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was gigantic there was a lot going on and i should note um and it's not really mentioned here but there was a lot of time shifting in this episode they would do a they would go back to uh the flashbacks that we mentioned at the beginning of the episode they would constantly traverse between that and the flashbacks well you know the the black and white yeah yeah they they, <laughs> they would differentiate it by going to black and white and then eventually they sort of you know converge they they meet each other uh, well, you know, when the plan is, uh, near the, near the completion of the plan to, to move the, uh, the walkers. Aurora, what did you think of first time again? Um, I thought it was awesome. I, I again, I have to remind everybody that I'm biased because yeah. I love this show so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was great. I did. The only, the only thing that I didn't like that much is. Instead, I what was the name of this episode for the first time again? Yes, I think it should have been named "Worst Plan Ever" because <laughs> it was not a great plan. It wasn't a great plan, and I think that this group is smarter than that. Yeah. So I I don't know why they went with that plan. I mean i i was I was seeing the show with a group of friends, and I was saying, why don't they just throw fire to this I mean they're all stuck in a car right right? just light one on fire like literally you could have lit a dog on fire had it run through the group you know what I mean (laughs) maybe not a dog but you know what I mean just like some shit just to scamper through there yeah, I, I mean, mean you like them all trapped there. Just kill them right there. Right, you light one zombie on fire, and it's going to attract all the rest of the zombies who are going to yeah. circle around it, and then they'll catch on fire. Or like Glenn's plan from the hardware store: open a gap big enough for two at a time, and you guys right. just stand through. And you know, what I mean, you yeah. can take turns. That they could knock it out like in a month if they did it like you know a couple weekends at a pop. Right. Yeah, this was Rick thinking a little too hard. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> yeah, this is my thing though. They showed a few overhead shots of this quarry. And there were two, there were two semi truck trailers, kind of wedged together to sort of form like a gate. Uh, but on either side, it looked like there was just a bunch of big rocks that, you know, even the stupidest zombie could have eventually stumbled through yeah. and gotten free. Like I, I'm shocked this many got trapped in there. Uh, I don't think they walk uphill very well. Maybe that was it. Uh, you, Eugene remain, uh, Eugene remains my, my favorite character on the show though. He had <laughs> some great lines when the dude with, yeah. I think the, I think the, the dude with the dreads came in. Heath. 
He res- yeah, Heath, Heath, yeah, and Eugene said some said something about respecting his hair game or something yeah. like that. God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> He's so great. Yeah, I uh, I almost I almost wish that he really was exactly what he was selling himself as before. Um, <laughs> but you know, obviously, they reveal that he's not a super genius who knows the cure or where to find it or how to fix it. I almost kind of wish he was because it was he 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 lost maybe like like five awesome points by not being that because I really <laughs> wanted this. I really wanted that character to be this dude who walks around in shorts with a, a fucking mullet uh, <laughs> who talks like that to, to be the guy like, like it never sat right with me. It's like, it's no way it's really, he's really, he, he is what he's saying he is, but mm-hmm. I really wanted him to be though, even though <laughs> it's like, there's no way, but yeah. uh, I really desperately wanted him to be. He's awesome. Uh, you're right. Rick, Rick's, plan was really elaborate like he's turning into like a i would say a villain but he's kind of a jerk the rictatorship man (laughs) the rictatorship yeah i know i mean he even i mean he he he, i think he's fooling everybody because he shaved his crazy beard uh (laughs) so now he looks like saint rick from the first season uh i think he's more terrifying if he's handsome yeah that's true is that what it is (laughs) yeah that's exactly what it is (laughs) Um, uh, so, uh, and there was that, uh, there was that scene with, uh, uh, Abraham where they're in the car, uh, while they're leading them away. And he's like, Oh, few, few got away. He's like, hold on. He just hops out of the car. And yeah. he's like, Hey, he just kind of reheards him, runs back in. Uh, he's, he's nuts. Uh, the, uh, Meanwhile, there wasn't a lot, you know, for for being the the big favorite, not a lot of Daryl Dixon action on this episode. No, just riding his bike. Just, just, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, he only really does two things: he rides his bike and then he shoots his crossbow uh, mm-hmm. while looking gorgeous. But, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I mean, so I guess he does three things. But he he normally does that one thing at the right. same time as one of the other things. Um, so yeah, there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot of him in this episode. Uh, they're they're really playing up the the Morgan Rick thing. I, I think mainly just because Morgan is the guy who met Rick in the first right. season, and now he's sort of seeing what happened to him. And Morgan himself is actually kind of recovering from being a lunatic. Oh my God, he's uh, such a good character. Yeah. Yeah, he's very... He's amazing. He's very interesting, and... It's like a couple of British guys putting on thick Georgia accents. <laughs> <laughs> And doing it quite well for the most part, yeah. yeah. Uh, no Carl, yeah. really. Uh, not not a lot of not a lot of Carl going on. Um, what uh, what Aurora are you making of? Because we've seen the <laughs> there's been a, obviously there's a lot of character development that's been going on through sixty. It's hard to touch on on all of it. Uh, Obviously, uh, like there's been, you know, Michonne's gone through a lot of, uh, a lot of character. I mean, obviously like most of the main characters that have been around since the beginning have gone through, mm-hmm. um, a lot as well, but who, who has changed the most? Oh, Carol, hands down. You know what? That's cause she, yeah, she's coming off really weird to me. She is 
<laughs> it's, it's, I'm, I'm wondering if she is trying to maybe put her past behind her or if she's just trying to fool everybody. Oh, no, she she's doesn't fooling know. everyone. She's, yes, just a persona she's taking just that people don't know who she really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's playing like the, the neighborly neighbor that yes. comes over to your house with cookies and lemonade. It doesn't know anything about this. But Morgan, Morgan said something this episode about you know, he kind of sees that she's not acting like herself, even though even though he doesn't know her, he kind of sees that, and she kind of brushes it off. But yeah. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Who who do you think has changed the the most since the the first season? Uh, motherfucking Rick Grimes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he has changed quite a bit. I mean, he was he was kind of take chargey and badass the whole time, but he has gone through some. Mm-hmm. really crazy swings. Well, just think back to the whole Carl situation when he rescued him uh, last, was it last season, right? When he like bit that dude's neck off or some shit. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you go to here, like he basically shamed this poor guy. He's like, I'm going to fuck your wife, married guy. Yeah. And oh, I'm going to kill you to do it. And he did it, but he actually succeeded where Shane failed. He's like, all right, killed you. And now all he's going to do is, you know, Plant his flag and and he's done it. He's better yeah. Shane. He's Rick and Shane at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, you know what we should do? We should probably because uh, why not? And because I love uh, Zombie Land, we should probably do uh, each week. We should probably do like a zombie kill of the week, like your favorite, Ooh, uh, yeah. your favorite, your favorite zombie moment from the episode. Because there there always is at least one. Yes. Uh, pretty great moment, and there's. Quite a few to choose from. Roar, do you have one off the top of your head? Oh, I do. That uh, walker that came through the trucks. Oh, uh, yes. Yep. Just, it, that was amazing. <laughs> that was awesome. It was like yes. it was wearing a human coat. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a man coat on. It was It was so gross. Yeah, the, the two tractor trailers that were wedged together at the quarry that I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, uh, when they finally break those open... The first zombie to come through is getting its just the majority of its skin torn right off yep. as it's 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 like squeezing through here. And by the time it's done, it's literally like it's wearing a skin jacket. Mm-hmm. It was rad. Uh, it was a good oh, effect. Holy crap! <laughs> I mean, I mean, it just got like Daryl Dixon. Like he he just like shot it in the head with an arrow, uh, yeah. which is not an amazing zombie kill, but the visual effects of that were oh my god, so great. Oh. To, to to gross you out so heartily, so quickly into an episode uh, is, is pretty great. Um, are there any other ones of note, Aaron? Do you have uh, another one that you could cite? Uh, I agree with Aurora, but I, I think the one of the coolest visual things we saw was the whole Carter scene. Like, you know, he gets his yeah. face chewed off, and then Rick, they show him, slide that neck into the base of his skull. Yeah. Just slide that shit. It is like, oh, my God, I can't believe what I'm looking at right now on yeah. fucking television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got all, I started looking around. I got all paranoid and shit. Like it was, I can't believe what I'm looking at. It was amazing. Like wow. I like yeah. at first he was trying to to shh. He was just trying to shush him. Yeah, he's trying to like Alan Alda that poor baby like in the, in the mash. Yeah. yeah. Shh. And then eventually he's like ah fuck it stab. <laughs> it's like why not do that in the first place? The guy got his face bitten by a zombie. You know yeah, what you had to do. If way, he yeah. should have stabbed him just real quick. Right. You know been done with it. That's right. Uh, I guess that leaves okay. me with like the third best. Uh, the there was um uh and it wasn't even it was it wasn't even anybody killing zombies it was essentially just zombies killing themselves uh when so oh, many of them oh. were recording. but they were gonna say yeah yeah the one uh, the the zombie who had his head just smashed into the wall yes 
Yeah, uh, walking over each other and shit. Just from the sheer force, yeah, and there's just brains and blood and goo dripping from the walls and dripping off of everything, and zombies are stepping on other zombies' faces. Uh, Just just gross. Uh, I mean, there was some stuff that happened at the the store with Glenn and Heath, but, you know, typical zombies. Michonne taking uh, Morgan's last peanut butter protein bar. (laughs) Yeah, and pissed. (laughs) <laughs> who wouldn't be i mean someone know. pointed out in the preview for uh for next week's episode you can see michonne in a kitchen like in morgan's kitchen chewing something <laughs> do you think uh speaking of zombie land is morgan now gonna turn into like the is it, is, is this gonna be like his quest yeah moment. yeah he wants to find a fucking twinkie and he can't i think that'd be it's very appropriate morgan's yeah. quest for morgan's quest to find perhaps the last peanut butter protein bar here's what i'm hoping now since i'm fairly certain norman reedus is never leaving the show what if we get a morgan and tobias spinoff where they're they're just roaming the land together looking for chocolate pudding and uh peanut butter protein (laughs) bars that uh that's that gets a seal of approval for me uh, yeah i mean sure i mean if you look if you haven't listened to the previous episodes of fear the walking dead you need to uh, for that is where we have built the legend of Tobias from Fear the Walking Dead, who, <laughs> by the way, had not made another appearance, but I'm hoping will become a series regular after uh, the folks at AMC eventually listen to these episodes and realize <laughs> the the pot of gold that they have just sitting there that is Tobias. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, just have him pop up, you know, from time to time, just, you know, random points throughout the... Throughout the show, he doesn't even don't even focus on him. Just show him like being a badass, just walking shirtless like in a ravine somewhere, and then you just go back to whatever the group's doing. It's like, oh shit, there was Tobias being a badass. Yeah, we need we need to set up some sort of PR thing for Tobias. Like we can do like photo shoots like they do with Vladimir Putin, where we can just put him <laughs> on a bear. Uh, but you can make it a game. Like every episode, you have to find Tobias. Where is it? <laughs> yeah, um, that would be good. You know. Uh, we could we could like double we could you know one up Michonne like the first time we met Michonne she had the walkers on on chains and stuff we could have like Tobias show up on the Walking Dead like in a chariot but it's pulled by walkers <laughs> yeah. like I think that would be great like a, or like one of those Cleopatra chairs where they're yes. all holding him up over their head. yes 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 where they you got to have at least four of them two in the front and two in the back where they've. They've got the planks on their shoulders, and he is just sitting high above. You know what? Let's go full out. Let's get a zombie tiger, and he could ride that bitch like Battle Cat. Oh, my God. <laughs> zombie tiger. Because <laughs> uh, it would be green, I mean, from rotting away. You know what I mean? I hope AMC, I hope the, the higher-ups at AMC are listening to this. Cause yeah, they're taking notes right now. <laughs> they are really missing out. Because this is, look, if you want, look, I, I, we've heard that the ratings dipped for the season premiere of The Walking Dead. So if you want to bump those, those fuckers up, this is, this is how to do it for sure. If they're smart, they'll do it as, as digital shorts in between, like after the, the, the plane one ends. Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, what did any, what did they only show two parts of that or do they show more than two parts? I may have. I think it was just the two, wasn't it? The, yeah. The fear of the walking dead airplane shorts. Yeah, I think they it was were just two. showing during commercial breaks that were. It seems like the the lady they keep focusing on is really expecting the zombie to come forward at any time because she looks like she's ready for some shit. Right? <laughs> she was eyeing that dude down like she was ready to fuck him up like the second she got on that plane. <laughs> I did not know. It did not take long. It's, it's clearly no. some people in that world already know what they're in for, and some, some people can go full tilt, Rick, dude, at the drop of a hat. That, I know. that is just amazing. Yeah. I know. Uh. 
All right. Uh, I think that's everything. Uh, scores. We got to do scores. Aurora, what would you score uh, season six, episode one, first time again? I will give it a four just because of that stupid plan. <laughs> the plan lost a whole, yes. at least half a point, but perhaps yes. more. Rick's hubris caused it a four. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna give this a four as well. It was a really solid, uh, a really solid opening, uh, and I've seen most of the openings. Uh, this wasn't the 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 greatest uh, season premiere that they've had, but Ooh. I am Ooh. really. I they've had a couple of others that were that were better, but other than the series premiere, I don't know like if they've had yeah, a better a season episode. premiere than this episode. This it was t- it just it, the zombie effects alone. I mean, we're talking about here. It's like holy Super Christ, great. yes, mm-hmm. so good. I mean, awesome. Rick's Rick's plan though was pretty idiotic, but it, it was it, it was dog shit. But I mean, you know, it could be it could be a symptom. It could be a symptom of of what's to come. It may, maybe really? it'll. Maybe it'll make sense because it'll be revealed that Rick is fucking nuts. Yeah, when, uh, when, when he, like, I saw a meme, like, when Rich, like when Rick leans forward, that's when shit gets real. He cocks himself like a gun. Like, he yes. gets down in someone's face. Like, he did, with, he did that with yeah. the teenager in the woods. Like, you could see he mm-hmm. uncocked. Like, he stood yeah. up and kind of shook it off. But, like, he was the cocked gun just ready to fucking blast full <laughs> yeah. in that dude's face. My guess, is, my guess is it's the ghost of Rick's wife. That is telling him to do these stupid plans. Uh, <laughs> then it'll all make sense because maybe he has his wife and then Shane on her shoulder, like it, like an angel on a double talk. She's like, you know, kill a guy, bang his wife, and his Lori's like, no, don't. Yeah, set, set him on fire. No, make an elaborate plan to it's, lead them away. With is his baby motorcycle. still alive? When are we going to see that yeah. fucking kid? No idea. Like the, the, the Morgan, Morgan held her like once, but like, yeah. you know, that, that's just it. Where's this baby at the entire time? Shit's getting real. <laughs> They must have a, a a a chain of babysitters in Alexandria, is right. is my guess. <laughs> um, uh, and by the way, the horns at the end—that's clear. That's the wolves, clearly, right? And, and the wolves are basically going to be the scavengers, right? Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Alexandria is right outside DC. So, do they are they combining the saviors and the scavengers to, to where they introduce Negan, or are they just keeping him separate for next season? Like, what do you think? I don't know because I read somewhere that they weren't going to put Negan. So, I don't know. So it'll just be like the scavengers, then? I guess, yeah. Whatever the fuck they're calling them. Aaron, your score for the episode. Four and a half, man. Loved it. There you go. Uh, By the way, in case people haven't listened yet to the Gotham podcast, Glenn gave the last episode of Gotham a five. So, (laughs) holy shit, ladies and gentlemen. We've come a a long way. He's That uh, was the first Michael Chiklis episode? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's. He loved that episode. He said it. He said it's one of the. He said it's. It, it almost felt like a pure comic book television. I'm, show. I'm trying to think of a way to. The, the show has gotten so much better. It's almost like they, they literally just put the Tim Burton said here, jerk off onto this concept. Yeah. And once they drowned the Fox Gotham in the sweet Burton spooge, it got so much better because it's yes. so. You know, they're playing Burton music like throughout the whole fucking like Danny Elpin's in a corner somewhere crying just like because he's so proud. <laughs> Uh, right. it, it's getting to be so good. Yeah, I can't really argue with score. I, I, I'm, I agree with it. it so, uh, Aurora, you've got some work to do because Glenn is the new Aurora when it comes yeah. to... I can't believe he gave that episode a Don't five. Don't fives. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I thought, it's like, hey, I thought it was a good episode too, but I didn't think it was a five. Uh, so, yeah, he's... Uh, he, Just wait until the season premiere of Jessica Jones. That'll be the first uh, yes. full, full panel five. There's yeah. not one person on this show who... Well, I mean, yeah. Up. 
I mean, if mm-hmm. people want to listen to two people, there there are two sh- there are two shows on the premium channel that if you want to hear two people just gush over a show, Aurora <laughs> Aurora and I, mostly Aurora and I, because I think uh, Glenn and uh, you, Aaron, also hopped on for when we talked about the finale episode of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah, I believe that whole run of the. Uh, the podcasters of Shield, where Aurora and I are talking Daredevil, like every week was like fours and four and a halfs <laughs> and fives, uh, and uh, the uh, you guys the are maniacs. I can't believe you, you watched it week by week. Oh, yeah, I, two, only only two episodes. It was oh. uh, uh, brutal. Yeah. Uh, the uh, we're gonna, gonna do the same thing for Jessica Jones as well because I'm a lunatic, <laughs> and. Um, and then the other one is Better Talk Saul with me and Glenn, where we talked about uh, the Better Call Saul. <laughs> Holy shit. Every episode of that show was tremendous. What a great show that is. Uh, I'm excited for that to come back as well. Uh, and speaking of coming back, we're going to come back next week with uh, Season 6, Episode 2 uh, of The Walking Dead called JSS. I wonder what the hell that stands for. JSS. Aaron, you got a hypothesis? Over JSS? Yeah, yeah. I think it would be just shoot Shane because someone's going to try to kill Rick for. <laughs> and if by Shane you mean husband. Rick, yeah, he is. He's <laughs> new Shane. He's new Shane. Hey, I'm going to fuck your wife, bro. Shoot you in the head later. Bam, bam, and then he walked <laughs> off. That's basically what he told the guy the first time he looked at him. <laughs>